Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Thanks for being a part of the Season of Sons. This podcast series we are launching out over the month of December based upon Isaiah 9-6 that says, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Jesus came as a baby, but he did not remain as a baby. He grew in wisdom and stature and became the son who did not withhold anything from the Father. You see, babies can't do much, but sons can change the world. Step into this series with me over the month of December, and I hope that you will choose to become a maturing son to the Father. If ever the world needs to see sons who know their Father and love Him, it is now. So let's jump in together. Thanks so much for being a part of this series. I'm so glad to launch out in this month of December 2020 that this is the season of sons. Now, the scripture that just keeps coming to me again and again and again is Isaiah 9-6. Everybody puts this on their Christmas cards. It's everywhere, written in beautiful calligraphy, and it just seems so, you know, Christmassy. <laughs> but Isaiah 9-6, my friends, is so very powerful. It says, for to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father of Eternity, Prince of Peace. Verse 7 goes on to say, Of the increase of his government and of peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness, from the latter time forth, even forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Wow. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. So this is a time for me where I don't really want to teach. I want to talk with you. That's what this is, tent talk under the big, big tent of his presence. And for us to be able to realize the significance of what we at Christmas celebrate is a child who was born at Easter, whatever your views may be about Easter. At Easter, what we are celebrating is a fully mature son who would not deny his father anything. And it resulted in the salvation of the world. It has made provision, full and total provision for the salvation of anyone who would yield to him. 
It's not just a matter of I'm going to pray a prayer, receive him into my heart, and then just keep right on living like I'm living, where there's no visible and true change and transformation. That new life has come into a person. You see, we've got to, again, think about what is it that they have always had in their heart? What is their desire? What do the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, what do they want? (laughs) Why was a child born and why was a son given? You see, they've always had something in their hearts that they've wanted. And in this series that I'm going to talk with you about in this month of December, when this scripture, Isaiah 9, 6, is prominent, familiar, I want it to become fresh, that you begin to think, to ponder, to meditate, you know, what What is this scripture really speaking to me? And I can tell you that in my life and in the assignment that is upon me, here I've said that I'm going to talk about it. But if ever there was a time when we must be about becoming it, we must be about doing it, it is now. Just yesterday, on December 1st, my husband and I returned from what was my third trip into Europe, into Poland specifically. We just returned from another two-week trip there. And being with those sons in Poland that are making decisions, launching out, stepping forward, ready to go forward with God in this real-time engagement, I am pressed ever more. I already knew I was going to do this uh, particular focus during the Christmas season on Isaiah 9-6, on this season of sons. But I tell you, I am so provoked in myself uh, that now is the time for it to really be happening. So I thought about entitling this uh, four-part series uh, and calling it Discipleship is Sonship, but I decided that I would call it the Season of Sons because now is the season, now is the time that we must begin to remember God's heart. Why was this child born? Why was a son given? You know, in Romans 8, 28, 29, very, again, familiar passage, passages of Scripture, it tells us that Jesus was the first of many brethren, the first of many brethren. And I was doing just a bit of, of looking uh, today at the the Uh, phases, if you will, of sonship, looking at the fact that this isn't just a title, it's, it's who we are to the Father. We are his sons. We are the brethren to Jesus. 
we are the temple of Holy Spirit and who we are to them. It's not just who we are. Many people get, get stuck or stop in their development just realizing who they are. And I know this sounds odd, but you have to know who you are that too. So if I am a son, well, who am I a son to? If I'm a brethren, who am I a brethren to? Do you, do you see what I'm saying? And if we're not careful, we can take our identity and live in a vacuum. And this would be tragic for this to happen. Today, as I was just refreshing this in my own thinking and going back through the, the five phases, if you will, of sonship, which I'm just briefly going to touch on here because I want you to know that they are in the scripture and that, um, you know, you have to progress, progressively be maturing and growing. It's not just boom, I'm born again and I'm all that I'll ever be. Well, you have all, but I don't know that that all has been developed yet. So, I was looking uh, at this uh, Isaiah 9, 6, for unto us a child is born, a son is given. And, and a particular aspect of, of this one Jesus, the son of God, who became son of man, uh, not only was he the first of many brethren, uh, but a part of his being the son is is one who would build, I mean, I just love this, would build the family name. This son would obtain other children. And this one is, is so key, as I just read through the, the, the uh, Greek on this, uh, the Hebrew, I'm sorry, the Hebrew in Isaiah 9, 6, is one who would build a house. Ooh, this is so right now. <laughs> to build a house, to establish a family. This is who this son is and, and a major aspect of what he came to bring, to build the family name, to obtain children, to build a house, to establish a family. This one who is the first of many brethren. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady. You see, in Hebrews 12, it says that we are the church of the firstborn. You see, he means to build a house. You know that in the scripture, it says that we are all, you know, like lively stones that we ourselves are who he builds the house with and that we are his building. And so you begin to, you know, connect the dots, if you will. You begin to recognize that there is something that they have always wanted, a vast family of sons. Uh, uh, that that the the bride, the church is who she is to the bridegroom who is this son. 
He is the first of many brethren. This word brethren means Adolphus. It means there are those who are born from his side, out of the womb of his side that gushed blood and water, that we are of the same calling to live as sons to the Father. He is the one who at the darkest time became a light and broke forth. And we are known in 1 Thessalonians 5 as sons of light. You see, we are out of him. We are of him. And are we uh, growing in this? So I'm not going to talk about it today. I'll probably develop it somewhat uh, just so that it begins to get into your consciousness and your awareness over the other uh, three podcasts in this series. But there are five phases of sonship, of child raising and training and maturing and developing that is spoken of in the scripture. And the first one is Nepios, uh, who uh, is the infant uh, or the newly born again believer. Uh, the second um, is Padion, which is uh, talking about a young child uh, going into uh, being a toddler, um, you know, a young boy or girl. And that's Nepios and Padion. Uh, the third stage is Technon. And this is when uh, the child begins to sufficiently mature so as to begin to be given responsibility and the opportunity to really respond to direction and rule, if you will. A Technon is one who is maturing sufficiently to be able to engage in a reciprocal relationship. Oh, this is so powerful. Can't wait to talk about these. Then there is the Neoniscos stage, which is where you become, um, you mature into being young adults. Uh, and then the most fully mature is the Weos this is the son who can be sent in complete and total represent, representation of the father. It's the one that can say, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. And so there's, there's certain characteristics that come with each of those. And so, you know, when I think of this season of sons right now, I know that in Nancy McCready Ministries, I've just returned from Poland. I'm leaving tomorrow night for Iowa, and I am mainly uh, going to be able to talk uh, about the shifting strategy in 2021. Uh, of course, I'll continue to teach and to preach and do, you know, leadership, do all of those kinds of things that most of us think of when we think of ministry. I will continue to do that because you have to get the message out. You have to bring forth the word of God. But the word is alerting us to what the Father wants, and He wants sons. That this is why Holy Spirit was poured out upon the finished work of Jesus in Galatians 4 4 through 7, was to confer sonship, that we might cry out, Abba, Father. 
but not to remain, not to remain as Nepios, not to remain as infants, as babies. You see, babies can't do anything, but sons can change the world. You see, is there going to be real true discipleship as Jesus called for it? Because he said, if anyone would be my disciple, let them take up their cross. See, there can't be discipleship without the cross. But what is the cross for? Is to restore and to return sons to the Father. So Jesus says, if you're going to be my disciple, take up your cross and come after me and conform to me in your way of living and dying if need be. Oh, it is a season of sons. And though I will speak and teach and preach, what the shift is, is we are about to do this. This discipleship is about to become, uh, you know, fresh fire that becomes wildfire. It is about to spread in a supernatural way. It cannot just be programmed. It is an organic process. And I am more convinced than ever that I will not be silent in this time. It is time now. It is the season of sons, emerging, maturing sons. If you're a Nepios right now, then let's get on with you moving into uh, the Padeon stage. If you're Padeon, well, then let's begin to mature you into the Technon stage. If you are at Technon, then let's mature you into the Neoniscos stage. If you are at Neoniscos stage, they come on. Let's mature into the weos of God. This hour of history is crying out for what Romans 8, 19 says. For even the whole creation, all of nature waits expectantly and longs earnestly for God's sons to be made known. Waits for the revealing and the disclosing of their sonship. I'm reading from this uh, card that I give out at every cross encounter since I think maybe 2008. I've been giving these out. We have done this everywhere. It's one of my um, favorite scriptures and one of my favorite quotes that I attempt to share as many places as I can. And that quote says, In our day, heaven and earth are on tiptoe waiting for the emergence, the manifestation of a spirit-led, spirit-intoxicated, spirit-empowered people. All of creation watches expectantly for the springing up of a disciplined, freely gathered martyr people who know in this life the life and power of the kingdom of God. It has happened before. It can happen again. And I would add to that and say, it will happen again. Will you be one of those maturing sons? Are you in a season of sonship where you are going from a child to a fully maturing son? Are you ready to engage in that kind of discipleship? Uh, this is what we must be about because Jesus came. Oh, Jesus came to build a family to build a house, oh, to build the house of God, to be the house of God, to be fully maturing sons and to get on with it. 
This is why I say to you, discipleship is sonship, and we must do right by the Father and do, be, and do right by the church. We must begin to do it. We must begin to do it. This is why I'm, I'm praying and believing and planning and strategizing right now, right now, putting things in motion to have schools of discipleship and internship of restoration, every level of sonship that is necessary, giving people the opportunity to be with other sons and to be poured into, to be taught, to be mentored, to be discipled, and to see springing up a house that builds the sons that the Father's heart's desire may be absolutely known, and that we will hold back darkness as God desires to keep the door of salvation open. There is a way, my friends, for this to happen, and it is time now. It is the season of sons, and I pray now that you will listen carefully over this month and that it will provoke you. Also, I want to make sure that you know that this month of December 2020 is the time for the end-of-year giving campaign here at Nancy McCready Ministries. I have set $30,000 as my goal just for the month of December that launches us and enables us to fully, fully begin to build these schools. Now, they're not going to be brick and mortar because I'm already connected relationally with lead sons in Poland and here in the States. And we will begin to do this where they become organic, living, breathing schools. And, and they're going to be online. They're going to be in person. Um, we're, going to, we're going to begin to do this on every level that God gives us. So I want to encourage you to become a one-time giver that then turns into a monthly partner with Nancy McCready Ministries. Give as you can in this month of December, and then I pray that you would become a monthly contributing partner in January of 2021, all throughout the next 12 months. To do that, you can go to nancymccready.com and hit the giving button, follow the prompts, or you can text to 84321 and follow those prompts. And if you have any questions about Nancy McCready Ministries, then email me directly and personally at nancy at nancymccready.com. I am so glad that you've been with me today, and I can't wait to begin to unfold this more and more over the Uh, series, The Season of Sons, here in December 2020. So that's enough for today. Be provoked. Be ready. Begin to realize there is a way to mature, my friends, and now is the time we must do it. So I look forward to sharing more of this over the month of December. Love you all. If you'd like information on how to book Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.